This is Boring Conversation Anyway, a Star Wars podcast, brought to you by the guys at FlyGuy.net and distracted by Star Wars. That's dbsw.net. This is episode three, and this is brought to you in part by BigBadToyStore.com. Thousands of tour, toys, tours, toys shipping worldwide, and also by our new sponsor, Brian'sToys.com. Uh, when checking out at Brian'sToys.com, please make sure you choose FlyGuy.net from the drop-down menu. We'll have boring conversation added in there soon, but um, otherwise, if you're doing your Christmas shopping, join online there. And um, from the millions of vintage toys and regular toys they have, uh, make sure you choose us. Okay, this is, uh, as I said, Boring Conversation episode three, which seems uh, like a lot more, but uh, we're back, and uh, our other half is back from uh, Hoth. Uh, what? Hello, sir. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, it, it has been a while. It's nice to be back, finally. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. It feels like a long, long time, and uh, our fan page on Facebook was saying, when's the next one? When's the next one? But... Yeah, well, you know, I went up I went up to North Idaho, or as Hoth, as I'm referring to it, and uh, visit Mom for a little bit, and the internet just wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be up there. You and I tried calling a couple of times, but I think the delay was just... It was it was hard to talk that way, let alone try to make a recording. It was it? Uh, we decided, but uh, it was definitely Hoth like. I was very isolated. There was knee deep snow everywhere, and uh, yeah, it's nice to be back in California. <laughs> did you, I, I saw one, but uh, did you get many photographs of uh, you know doing your kind of Hoth scenes and dioramas with your Atat and stuff? Did you? Uh, I didn't get as nearly as many as I wanted. The weather was it was really cold. Um, <clears throat> I know you go by Celsius, but I'm not sure what this is. But it was uh, it was negative 12 degrees Fahrenheit, and so it was it was darn cold out there and very snowy. Uh, and unfortunately, the times when it was clear enough to go out and get some good pictures, because I tried when it was overcast, but it was just too gray. And uh, when it was clear, it was really wet uh, and kind of snowy or slushy. And I tried one day and just got soaked. Ended up drenching all my toys. <laughs> uh, it was kind of miserable. I did get a couple pictures out of that. I'll post them shortly. But, but not as much fun as I had hoped. Yeah, and I am back. And I've been having a lot of fun with my toys since I got back. So Good hopefully kids. we should have some pictures to post soon. Who knows? Maybe yep. an animation, but I doubt it. Well, we'll hopefully be um, kind of regular-ish over the, the Christmas and New Year period. So we'll try to um, keep the news coming for all you guys. Sorry for the little break, but we all need a break now and again. Um so look, news, straight into news. I think the biggest news that I've seen and seems to be around is a lot of lucky people in the US got to go to the Savage Press screening, the three-part episode around uh, the US free, by the way, it seems. And there was some great feedback uh, on uh, the Forcecast and uh, Star Wars Action News where they interviewed Tom Kane, the voice of Yoda, and a few others. And But the sounds of it, the Clone Wars has really went from this god-awful intergalactic T-plot into... Something kind of good. Did you hear any of them, or did you? Uh, I caught the last couple with all this like banking crisis. Yeah. Yada yada. I mean, it's it's just like listening to our present day politics <laughs> in the states. Um, yeah, and I mean, you and I had talked a little while ago about you know, oh, it's, we're not the target audience, and well, I mean, I know we're not little kids, but I doubt my nephews could care about any of I know, that. I know, I know, I know. I don't even know if they. Get, I don't even know what deregulating a bank really does. I don't know how a kid is going to or even care. Um, It still amazes me why they went into such a kind of um, heavy political pile of episodes. I don't know whether they they intended to or not. I mean, they've got to make this series so far in advance anyway. 
so they must have known about the Savage Press and, and the kind of more action-like episodes they say they have early on. So I don't know. It just seems really... I hope they get into it. Um, I didn't get to go to any of the screenings. Um, uh, I haven't heard anything except for that trailer that came out of it. Uh, yeah. You and I had mentioned a few minutes ago with the the dark Ahsoka. Yep. I mean, if all of that's in the second half of this season, I'm I'm looking forward to the second half. The first half was a little bit of a letdown. Yeah, well, it's... From, so, yeah, I know. It's uh, look, it's certainly going to be interesting. Darth Maul's brother and Seth Witches, and um, if you've not seen the trailer, there's it's all over YouTube, and we've got it, and it's everywhere. Uh, it's mm-hmm. on StarWars.com now as well, actually, which is a much better quality than the one they had on on Entertainment Week. But again, that was an odd choice. I mean, I know Entertainment Week's a big uh, uh, publication, I think, in the US, but um, for StarWars.com to release an exclusive on that site, I'd kind of, I don't know, they seem to have odd exclusives where they release it, but uh, yeah, I can't imagine many kids would be looking at that website, so it just seems like, a, or adults for that thing like us that are into Star Wars, but uh, that's what they did. So uh, yeah. I guess maybe it gets the viewership or something, but uh, an amazing looking trailer. The things that really caught me from it was there seems to be this, Seth dude, this very tall white guy who just very calmly deflects lightsaber blasts away and just looks very calm at one point and mm-hmm. and then he's got lightning coming out of his hands and uh, all sorts of stuff was in there. There was a Batman kind of looking guy and um, yeah, it was just, I forgot about that whoa. part. And the thing that reminded me as well at the beginning was um, of Tim Burton. That's what it was that I'd seen. Was the opening shot is them running along a kind of very curly kind of looking branch. Mm-hmm. away with the moonlight in the background mm-hmm. so the animation just looked uh, uh just stunning really i mean the guys i know it's all produced principally in singapore but uh the quality of the animation is definitely getting better definitely without a doubt but uh, oh for sure yeah I, i'm really enjoying the look and the feel of everything these days I know. Um, speaking of look and feel um i missed a couple of episodes uh in the last month or so when did anakin go to his sort of episode three clothing. And I'm guessing Obi-Wan has by now. I didn't see him in the episode I had seen recently. So the last one we had was number 10. That was Pursuit of Peace. That was Padme on a speeder bike, which was, eh. Okay. I saw uh, that one on TV when it came out. And then another day or a day or so ago, I caught the episode before that yeah, on yeah, yeah. StarWars.com. So- I think it was eight, eight or nine. The they brought in that new character look. I think it was episode eight. Okay. Um, you briefly saw Anakin had been to the hairdresser, and he had a bit of a longer mullet, and he looks much mm-hmm. more like Christian Hayden. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, you just and Ahsoka had a new outfit on, and they they just looked a little bit more. Um, like I think Anakin actually looked more tired. <laughs> you know. Yeah, he did. <laughs> you try fighting these Clone Wars. His face was, you know, just looking a little bit more realistic and wrinkly, I guess. But uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's that's when they brought it in. So um, interesting. Okay. I thought when they brought that stuff in, then the episodes were going to get a little better. But you know, we had a couple more political snooze episodes. But uh, <laughs> it's yeah, there's so many people. Uh, uh, dropped off from it. I think it was Star Wars Action News had a little segment where they uh, were talking about the amount of the volume of people that were at these screenings with questionnaires asking them, what did you like? What bit did you not like? What character did you want to see more of? And So mm-hmm. I think they've conscious, they must have seen a drop off in, um, in figures, I guess, like uh, like us. They, they monitor it closely and they can see what uh, how many people are watching. So Yeah. 
So they've done a ton around, and we'll get to see this three-part arc of Savage Press starting on January the 7th at a new time for you guys, which is, I think, 8.30 Central, 9.30 East, I think. I may oh, okay. be wrong. Yeah, it sounds like they're bumping it back half an hour. Huh. Yeah, so um, I guess it's maybe getting a little darker, but it's still on Cartoon Network, so... Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, it looked great, and, yeah, we get to see Ahsoka turn evil. So, don't know. It's... As much as you can glean from a trailer, um, it looks good. <laughs> yeah, it definitely looks exciting, and that's something I've been missing out on. I mean, I... I was stoked when they reran the Arc Troopers ex- episode from the beginning of the season yeah, because yeah, yeah. that was good. That one at least had a lot of action in it. It did. Those those two were really one of the strongest, and then it just seemed from that point on it was like political, and then the tea stuff just started, and it was like, oh shit. No. <laughs> and the the thing I thought was, and I may be wrong, I thought Katie Lucas, George Lucas's daughter, was one of the people who did a lot of the intergalactic tea stuff, but I might be wrong. But she's apparently the one who wrote the Savage Press stuff, so. At first yeah. I thought, oh, God, this is going to be more intergalactic tea, but with Savage Press in it, but um, apparently not, so it should be good. You were going to say something? No? <laughs> um, no, but she was, I do know that she was the one who wrote that episode where the the characters that are based off the Lucas family that were, you know, Lucas and his family yeah. played cameo roles in episode three. I forget the name of the episode, but it was when it was him in there uh she had written that episode too that um, wasn't the worst of the lot i have to say that was baron yeah. Papanoidia or something yeah 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 and as far as like political episodes go that one had some pretty good action i thought yeah yeah it was yeah that was, that's where greedo appeared um yeah which was a little odd but uh, yeah i hope that was his dad and he got named after his dad or something but whatever I know. I, just on that topic of kind of like uh, uh greedo and stuff it caused a lot of controversy because the um not that I'm, I mean, in no ways in any way uh, understand the continuity of Star Wars and really are into that much, but uh, one of the, the guys who looks after our website, StarWarsFanWorks.com, Nathan P. Butler, um, uh-huh. got in touch with us and um, he's added uh, this podcast into his list of other podcasts out there and boy, there's a lot of them. Um, some real specialized <laughs> ones in Star Wars. A lot of them are based around the EU and uh, all that kind of detail about figures and the timeline and stuff and and he was one that was very vocal about the fact that Greedo basically should be a baby at the time of um, uh, that episode with Katie Lucas because he turns up in a cutscene in The Phantom Menace where he's just a little kid. And so it all didn't quite make sense how Greedo goes from six foot to like two foot to then six foot. And <laughs> so it is a little weird. And yeah, there's definitely some. I, I think that's partly the reason why I, I don't even pay attention to much of that continuity. I try not to because it must be a bit of a nightmare trying to keep it all going. Um, at one point they said they had the, the blockade runner from A New Hope in it. Mm-hmm. And that turned out to be, um, they changed it. And, oh, the, the controversy from these these uh, continuity guys were just saying, you know, what are you doing? You're screwing everything up. But I, I just find it frustrating. Like when I've read, like, you know, I read uh, Tales from Moss Eisley Cantina. Yeah. And that had a whole story about Jabba. Or not Jabba, but about Greedo and how he came to be and why he didn't like Han Solo and how he got the job for Jabba and what happened to him after he got shot. And it sort of it messes with that storyline. And I, I had liked that storyline. And so I, that's the only part that frustrates me. It's, you know, I don't know which one's right or wrong, but the one I liked is suddenly not valid anymore. And, exactly. You know. Yes, there's, there's, yeah, exactly, whatever. Just sometimes it can get just a little bit too much, but... Uh... 
So yes, looking forward to the Clone Wars again. I think everybody will be. Um, and January the 7th, they come back. Mm-hmm. So, in other news, one thing that struck me, and I don't know whether you've had a chance to see this yet, but boy, it does. I mean, the amount of stuff we see, you and I see every day on Star Wars through Friends and on our posts and everything we do. Mm-hmm. There's amazing stuff out there every single day, but it really stopped me in my tracks yesterday uh, was uh, some a trilogy of paintings, three, three posters by Ollie Moss. Oh, for the Mondo series. Oh, my God. They yeah, just... I just saw those this morning. Absolutely stunning. Um, the Cloud City for Boba Fett's it's, visor. Exactly. I mean, it's brilliant. It's just amazing. Uh, and the, the, for, for those that don't know, there's three posters by uh, an artist called uh, Ollie Moss. And uh, as part of this Mondo series, maybe you know more about this Mondo series, but they, they seem to have just been um, commissioned to do a series of uh, paintings or something. Do you know any more? Or? Um, yeah, they got the they got the license or the rights to do, a, like you said, a series of, uh, I believe they're doing silkscreen prints um of all of these and so it's i thought it was like once a month or it almost seems even more frequently than that now um but they they announce a couple of days ahead of time on their blog show what it's going to be and then they tell you how many there are and what they're going to cost and they say keep an eye on their twitter because in the next couple of days they'll release them and sure enough you know like noon on monday they'll just you know they'll throw up a tweet that says the store is now open and these things usually sell out within a couple of hours. I was going to say, these three will sell out without a doubt. They're, um, so so yeah. 3PO is a new hope. And again, that's just beautifully done. If you blow it up full size, um, I managed, Wired uh, was where I'd seen it. And the, uh, they had the full size that they, I mean, mm-hmm. it's as big as you can really get on your screen. Um, and a C-3PO with the background of Tatooine in him. It's just, and the twin sons make his eyes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just beautiful. And mm-hmm. then, as you said, Boba Fett with Cloud City as the visor, which, again, just the, the foresight to think about that. But mm-hmm. then the one that also got me as well was a really dark and twisted The Return of the Jedi, and the branches of the trees form the shape of Vader's helmet and eyes and, and mask. Yeah. Oh, man, just stunning photos. Uh, well, prints, I should say, but... Uh, I've already tried to, to woo my wife and I said, look, honey, we need to get these. These are beautiful. And um, she went, she just looked at me like, you don't have any more wall space. Like, you know, I'm, I'm covered with uh, my favorite artist is Jake, uh, the, the Star Wars kind of artist. Well, he does other stuff in Star Wars, but I've plastered my wall with his stuff. And uh, yeah, I don't have any wall space left. Any of everywhere in the house is taken up by paintings and pictures. So, Paint them uh, on the ceiling. Well, do you know, she said, why do you put them over those mirrors over there if you're so desperate? And I thought, do you know what, I might just do that. I just, I need a bigger house to accommodate all this, uh, have my own little gallery. Uh, but uh, they're beautiful. They're beautiful. Um, in other news, uh, and jumping well, we're talking you... about, uh, we were talking about Clone Wars cartoons, and we got uh, Robot Chicken 3, the or the Star That's Wars right. 3 coming That's out. Right. Coming out Saturday, or no, Sunday. It is Saturday here. Is it not today? Uh, coming out oh, tomorrow, yeah. Sunday the 19th here in the States. Um, I don't know what other folks are going to be doing. I'm going to go over to my friend uh, Matt Buster's house, who uh, I need to give a little thank you to. I've got a lot of toys that were added to my collection this year, thanks to you, Matt. Uh, so thanks again. And uh, we're going to go over to his place. We're going to have some burgers. We're going to watch some robot chicken. Uh, it's going to be fun. Sounds good. Yeah. I definitely think uh, robot chicken is going to be the stronger of the two out of uh, the Family Guy one. The last one wasn't too strong, but... yeah. Yeah, Robot Chicken always seems pretty reliable. Yeah, I even had somebody ask me on my website the other day if I was more of a fan of the Robot Chicken or the Family Guy uh, series. And I 
you know, I I do like parts of the Family Guy one, but I am much more of a uh, a robot chicken fan myself, and yeah. I think it's smarter and it's more fun, and I love action figures. So, I know. <laughs> so yeah, that was uh, uh, Wolfie Burgers are yummy. Who had asked me that question uh, from Tumblr? That's an awesome name. Wolfie Burgers <laughs> are yummy. Yeah. Oh man, that's so cool. <laughs> Oh, but uh, the thing that always gets me, I think the strongest character within a date that's came out of uh, Robot Chicken has been The Emperor by uh, Seth MacFarlane. And, uh, yeah. Oh, it just yeah. cracked me up when he arrived at the Death Star, Death Star 2 uh, the last time, and he's he's looking at the map, and, oh, we have a Starbucks, and, you know, it's just, it's genius. It's really good. <laughs> yeah, so that'll be good the luggage and all that yeah he, he was one of my favorite characters i can't wait to see what he does and this last one is an hour long is that what i hear oh that'd be fantastic yeah yeah well okay so i think the uh the family guy one's a, a longer uh, episode as well but um yeah something 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 dark side was eh, not that great but uh yeah let's hope it for looks a great chicken. yeah well i'll hopefully get to see that soon they, they tend to show adult swim stuff pretty quick here uh-huh Cool. Okay. Um, in other news, something you and I both posted was, very oddly for us, ladies' underwear. <laughs> or swimwear. It's, I don't know what it was. It's a swimsuit. It's not underwear. <laughs> Isn't it? Well, it looked undergarmentish to me, but it was, um, boy, oh boy, these things are getting, uh, you know, can you imagine if this you and I were a kid? I mean, we were lucky enough to get action figures in those days. There was 12 action figures in our day. Now uh-huh. it's R2-D2 on your wife's swimming wear or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, thanks <laughs> to Black Milk, the same people who did that R2-D2 one. You know, now we have a C-3PO one. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I can't wait to see one in, in out in the wild, I guess. Would be <sighs> I don't know. I just some, some, some horrific thing says to me, those ones in those posters and the ones you might actually get to see it in the wild are not the ones I – not the swimwear I want to see or not the, not the swimwear you're looking for. As uh, yeah. I heard uh, uh, Art and Marjorie on uh, Star Wars Action News laughing about them, and she was not interested in the swimsuit for the R2-D2 one, at least, saying that there were exhaust ports in the wrong area, and she just wasn't a fan of that. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe she'll be more likely to pick up the C-3PO one. Oh, God. Even on the subject of of underwear, and it is underwear this time, was uh, Ashley Eckstein, the the lovely Ashley Eckstein, launched... Uh, some new products. She had some earrings and other stuff on her, her blog last week. But lo and behold, she um, also uh, had uh, uh, underwear she was launching. Sadly, she wasn't modeling it. Uh, she was just showing it on her kitchen table. Oh, darn. Uh, I know. It's just, it was it was gut-wrenching. However, she showed these this uh, little underwear set. And um, this friend of mine, Jake, uh, who does all this uh, art, Star Wars art, it was his Boba Fett uh, on her, uh, the panties Oh, cool. <laughs> so um, I wrote to him immediately and I said, dude, dude, you're on Ashley Eckstein's underwear. And he just kind of, he hadn't seen it. So uh, he was just, I mean, this this is the guy who, if uh, nobody knows about this guy, he, he'd uh, a kind of graffiti artist and he, um, he's he been commissioned by Lucasfilm for many years. But he actually, he did a, a piece of animation or, or a, an illustration which was uh, hand shooting Greedo or hand just with with a blaster of the title a hand shot first mm-hmm. and it was actually when they were filming Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull you actually see George Lucas wearing his t-shirt sitting there with Harrison Ford and Steven Spielberg so 
Oh, it's I, that guy. Okay. That guy. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, I'd sent him a mail at the time. I said, dude, you, George Lucas is wearing your T-shirt. And he just, he was, oh, my God, you know, three uh-huh. stars and they're in this picture. And so, uh, so yeah, when I told him that Ashley Eckstein was uh, wearing his uh, creation on, on her butt, he was uh, very happy. Let's see. <laughs> so, uh, the Giddy Heights of Fame. You get to be on the... Uh, you get, the Star Wars directors and stars get to wear you. So there you go. Sure. Oh, never mind. Um, so yeah, hopefully we'll see some. Like if any readers or readers, listeners out there have uh, Star Wars underwear that they uh, want to share with us, by all means, send us a photo and put it on the Facebook page. We'd um, we'd love to see your exhaust ports. I'm sure. <laughs> so. Um, one way of putting it. One way of putting it. <laughs> where, where, where we're talking about stars of uh, the. Uh, uh, Star Wars uh, stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Unbelievably to me, uh, like it's a tiny little thing, I know, but it's big enough for me. I'm a fanboy, so I kind of, uh, I nearly wet my underwear. Uh, was uh, Daniel Logan um, watched one of my videos and Boba tweeted Fett about himself? it? Boba Fett himself. I mean, what an <laughs> honor. So um, I thanked him back on Twitter, and uh, he was just such a nice guy. And he says, the thing that caught me, as I'd said to him back and forth, was um, how weird it must be to play this character and then watch a video of a plastic recreation of that character getting reviewed. I don't know. It's just a weird kind of Dr. Freudish bizarre thing to see yourself. And uh, I anyway. bet. Is that what it was? It was your video where you're reviewing the, the young Boba Fett. The young Boba Fett. So he's watching. Yeah, it's bizarre. So um, but it was very <laughs> nice. So um, as everyone tells me, Daniel Logan is an awesome guy. So he really is. So uh, I've heard that. Yeah. I, I, Saw him when I went to WonderCon last year in San Francisco, um, and I knew he looked familiar, but it wasn't until after I had left that I realized who it was, because he had grown up a bit since seeing him in Episode 3, or Episode 2, I'm sorry. So, so the, you've been retweeted by Star Wars, and I'm, I'm getting tweets from Daniel Logan. We're up there with the stars, dude. That's it. We are. <laughs> We've made it, at least according We've to Twitter. So, uh, so, yeah. So, I think that's the news. Anything on your side you've got that you want to talk about um oh what do we got um you've a yeah, wamp a week haven't you oh yeah we've had uh we've had wamp a week going on <laughs> sort, of, sort of casually um i had gotten a a message from uh tumblr user uh Gilletto or Gilito, uh and he was saying that with all the snowstorms covering the country he feels that we sh- we need to let people know to be aware that while minimal there is a risk of running into a womp out there absolutely and he, then, he then asked if we can get some shots in the queue, or perhaps a Wampa survival guide in case any are abducted by one of the creatures. <laughs> and uh, it was pretty great. I sent, you know, so I posted that saying what an excellent idea. And I, you know, initiated Wampa Week. And I asked if anybody had a survival guide to send it in because I, I Googled around a little bit, but I couldn't find one. Um, and we got, we got a great one, actually. Um, I'll just take a second here. I'll read through it. It's kind of short. Mm. This was sent in by, uh, by YouTube user One Minute Galactica. Um, who really does some some awesome uh, YouTubes uh, where he re-edits Star Wars things together, does some pretty amusing stuff. He has an ongoing show with a with one of the vintage uh, Battlestar Galactica Cylons. Uh, but anyway, this is uh, the survival guard. What to do if you encounter a Wampa? And number one is don't use your wrist communicators. The beeps the makes are subtle, but they drive Wampas into a frenzy. Send a text message instead. Uh, number two, don't run. This will give the Wampa the impression that you were prey. Also that you were a coward. Wampas instinctively hate cowards and delight in eating their faces. Number three, stand your ground and accept your fate like a man. Wampas respect this and will devour you at a faster rate, which is preferable. <laughs> number, 
Number four, if a wampa swats you in the face with its massive claw and starts dragging you through the snow, pretend to be dead. Number five, if it hangs you upside down from the ceiling of its ice cave, pretend to be a stalactite. And finally, number six, if it comes stalking towards you, ready to feast on your on some human or some tender human flesh, pretend to be an unappetizing vegetable. Wampas aren't stupid enough to for this, but it'll give you something to do in the last few precious moments of your life. Nice. <laughs> yeah, so other than that, That's I've just been good. I've been posting wampa pictures and the like, uh, just to keep in the wampa we spirit. Absolutely. Because um, it's been it's been quite snowy here in the U.S. as of recently. Although I guess you're you're on the opposite side of the spectrum. Are, there, aren't we you? are. Yeah, we've been kind of hot and sticky. So uh, no wampas. <laughs> no wampas. No. <laughs> Um, but uh, that's that's a very good post. I have to say that's particularly funny. But uh, yeah, I was I was really stoked that he had sent that in to me. Uh, he'd uh, <laughs> him and I've communicated in the past, and I always enjoy his videos. That sounds very much like something you would see or hear on Robot Chicken, actually. So uh, <laughs> kind of yeah, very apt. Um, there's one little piece of news. Um, uh, two two pieces of news, but one that I just want to say thank you. And also, you posted uh, the picture. We have uh, an incredibly great fan and follower. She's uh, been. Uh, uh, on Twitter or on Facebook, she's such a good supporter of all of the stuff we do and a great person to boot and mm-hmm. incredibly talented too. And that's uh, Nancy Van de Bogart or Mekangana, if you, as you'll find her on Twitter and other areas. And you posted some pictures of um, her hat. Um, yeah. She's... She does these great hats uh, done with pieces of felt. And I guess I guess they're originally pieces of T-shirts. I, um, I have no idea. Yeah, um, they're kind of funny. They're, they're these top hats that kind of look like little, uh, almost like little bears because they have ears almost. Mm. Uh, but she did the, oh, what are they called? Delta Squad. The, the Delta Squad. That's right, from the Clone Troopers. You know, but, uh, she had been going through all the different clones, and she broke down and did four in a row. And did the Delta Squad? I thought they were pretty cool. She's so talented. The stuff she comes up with. That, but it was, I think it was principally her Boba Fett hat. She went to uh, Celebration or Comic Con this year and. She is, as far as I'm concerned, the queen of hats uh, out there at the moment. She, um, the amount of stuff she does. So if you, uh, we'll put a link to her page and you can check out her handiwork. But uh, thank you, Nancy, for all the stuff you do for us and um, for all your talents. And uh, that's that. The other final piece of news, and it kind of leads into the figure section that we've, uh, where we always talk about figures and stuff that you've got. And I know you've got a few bits and pieces. Is um, I certainly posted some poor Walmart employee had accidentally um, listed in their computer all of the figures for, or most of the figures for the first half of the year for 2011. So Hasbro have kind of leaked out all these figures that we're getting. And I don't know whether you had a chance to see this, but we're mm-hmm. actually seeing these things earlier and earlier all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so the post, there's two posts. One is really around Hasbro's uh, figures for 2011 and one on the Clone Wars. So the one on the uh, vintage collection, and I won't list them all, but we have ones we've already seen and are actually up online at places like Tunghori on eBay. Mm-hmm. 5D4, and there's another look. We have Han Solo with a medal. That's going to be one I think you and I will probably be interested in very much. Um, although it sounds like a bit of a kit bash where they'll just take an old Han Solo, I think, and they're putting a the medal that came with ceremonial look a few years ago. Yeah, we'll have to take a look at that one. I will when it comes out because I'm, I've already got a couple Hans like that, and I've already got a bunch of medals. Um, but we'll see. Yeah, I know exactly. So, uh, but we're definitely getting another stormtrooper, which I think is going to be pretty much a repack. Um, yeah. Lots of cool cantina guys. I can't wait for these uh, bomb them din 
and Pondababa and Dr. Evazan all in the one wave. So that's going to be a phenomenal kind of new hope uh, wave. That will be cool. Uh, that will be cool. There's Luke with a grappling hook in there and a rebel blockade trooper, which we've seen and we had a post on, which uh, so you really get a, a fully on super articulated rebel trooper so you can pose and, and so forth. So far, that's probably the one I'm looking forward to the most in that really? line. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, I've got a couple of the other ones in there. They work okay, but they're just really kind of generic. You know, yeah. and I'd like to I'd like to get a couple super articulated ones to have, mm. you know, to probably pick up, you know, if I could, I'd pick up four or five of them, but I'll probably at most probably end up getting two. Yep. So then the next ones in the wave, uh, I, I said I wasn't going to read them all out, but there's actually not that many, is um, what looks to be, what have we got? It looks to be very much an attack of the clones wave in some bizarre way with some others mixed in. We don't know until the final release, but there's an ATRT driver, which seems to be the one which is already in the Attack on Hoth battle pack. So that's a new figure that was within there. It's a great figure, but it's one that's going to get a carded uh, mention. Um they're re-releasing the Utapau clone trooper, so we'll get another orange um, super articulated clone. Bara Sophie, Commander Gree, Ela Secura. Finally, we're going to get this uh, new Ela Secura. Yeah, I'm looking forward to those two Jedis. I know, I know, I know. Um, and another 501st clone trooper. I guess that's going to be the ball-jointed thighs. I think everyone who has figures, you can expect Hasbro to redo everything with ball-jointed hips, I should say, <laughs> from now on until the year 2014. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I know loads of guys who have armies of 501st, and it's kind of like, they're just, there's going to be loads of these on eBay shortly. But um, uh, a Nikto Jedi, Captain Fordo, and someone called Nom Anor, who I can't remember off the top of my head who that is, but I'm sure someone will tell us. So... Uh, Oh, that name sounds really familiar. Yeah, it does. No, it does. I'll have a yeah. look in a minute where we're talking. Um, and then finally, it's Barada, Weequi, Skiffmaster. Uh, we're going to get this Princess Leia from Tatooine Sandstorm. We've had the look in the hand, which were actually pretty cool figures. Yeah, um, oh, yeah. And a Lando General with these outfits. Uh, log oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, and a Bespin Han Solo. I can't wait to see that one. Exactly. I knew you were going to see that. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> So yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. They've had loads of hands, as we know, and yeah, as you've we've talked about before, you can almost just put a blue jacket on some of them, and you would kind of be good to go. But uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. This this could be very like the um, the hand with a torture rack chamber, I guess that kind of build, but maybe with fixing the jacket. I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully, they'll do a good job. Um, but there's a few in there I think you and I will be buying for sure. Um, on the Clone Wars side, I won't read them all out, but we're definitely getting a, an articulated Cad Bane. We've seen a few posts and images. We've got a couple of images up of Commander Jet. Um, heavy in training armor just appeared on um, Tung Hori yesterday, um, uh-huh. which looks very... Eh, it's a clone. It doesn't look so hot. <laughs> it's a little... I don't know. It's uh, Look, they're doing a good job, but I, I don't know. It's maybe not one of the most exciting troopers out there. Uh-huh. Another... Barra Sophie, loads more clones, a clone with riot gear, clone wolf. Uh, oh my god, it just goes on and on. Stealth Ops clone, which is a kind of a Geonosis looking guy. And a few other surprises in there. So um, they seem to be not short of characters to do in the Clone Wars. So um, we're going to be going on to this line and it's just getting bigger and better all the time, I think. Yeah, well, no complaints here. I mean, I... I'm, like I said, I'm not much for the Clone Wars figures, but I did pick up that Shock T that came out recently, and wow, that's that's an awesome figure. Mm. Uh, 
you know, my only complaint is that the no ankle articulation, but she's got a nice long skirt, so it kind of covers that up if you're doing funky poses. Yeah, it seems to be the way that if um, when some newer figures, they, they'll give you a beautiful figure, but they're definitely dropping out some of the articulation on the ankles for some reason, which is a shame. But... Yeah, I don't understand why, because I, I recently got an Ahsoka figure, and she's got itty-bitty, teeny, tiny ankles, but they're fully articulated. <laughs> uh, Whatever. And those of you following along at home, you're supposed to take a shot every time Stephen or I say the word articulation. Uh, or I think that's how articulation. That's <laughs> a double. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, so that's just into general figures and stuff that you and I have bought. And um, you had some goodies in the mail. So you've had a shack tea. What yeah, I got that. Yeah, I, or, I ordered a couple of things while I was away in Hoth. Uh, the internet was bad, but it wasn't so bad that I couldn't get to eBay. Um, uh, yeah, I ordered a uh, shock tea, uh, the Clone Wars wave. Uh, as I've said in the past, I'm not, I'm more of a legacy collector. I don't normally pick up the, the, um, Clone Wars figures, but the shock tea one just, it, it looks so cool. And she's, she's alien enough that I think she'll fit in pretty well. Uh, and so far she does. I've got her on a little diorama right now with a couple of, uh, bark speeder bikes and the clone trippers that came with that and she's got a speeder bike of her own and they've all jumped off and are ready for battle and they look great together Excellent. Uh, i finally got my rocket firing boba fett i had sent in my purchase and he was waiting for me when i got home i waited till i went over to my buddy hickory's house and opened that up with uh to show him he's a big boba fett fan um we were both pretty excited about that um i'm a little bummed the the gun that comes with him doesn't stay in his hand very well uh but I did find that the gun that comes with General Grievous fits in his hand very well. It looks pretty cool. So there's that. I can I can just hear fanboys screaming that you're kind of crossing the streams of new new trilogy and old trilogy and kind of you know. You... Oh yeah. <laughs> there's loads but, of guys uh, that don't want to do that stuff. But uh... oh yeah, no, I, I understand. Uh, <laughs> it was it was so cool to get that thing in the box though because Hasbro finally I'd heard some issues that these boxes were getting crushed and bent in the mail uh, early mm-hmm. on. Um, and mine was in a double box. And so I opened up the inside box and it was immaculate. Like, I mean, as I was pulling it out, I was almost, I was almost careful. I didn't want to get fingerprints on it. It was so nice. Like there's no (laughs) creases in the card, the little hole where you're hanging on the peg hadn't been punched out yet. Um, I, it was just immaculate shape. And then of course me being who I am, I ripped the thing in half and (laughs) got the figure out and, was about to lose pieces right away. It was so awesome. <laughs> I love opening. So here's figures. the true saying: Did you did you rip it open or did you carefully open that one? I try to slowly, like, kind of, you know, you know, you tear the bubble carefully around it. Um, or some people even go so far as to cut it, but I like to get the plastic all the way off the card. Yeah. Um, I always end up tearing the picture a little bit doing that. Um, and this one tore it worse than usual because I think I was trying to be careful. Um. If I don't care, they tend to come off nice and clean. But if you try to do it carefully, then whatever. <laughs> you, it's still fun to have them on my shelf. Exactly. Do you, did you have a one when you were a kid? Do you still have your vintage one? or? No. I, uh, unfortunately, all of my Star Wars toys from when I was a kid are probably buried in the backyard from when we lived on, oh, uh, wow. on a farm. Yeah, I mean, we just we, – we were hard on toys. They were uh, – they definitely they got played with and uh, – uh, unfortunately, they got forgotten in probably a mud sinkhole that we had built or something, or who knows? Maybe my mom gave them away after a while. I'm not really sure. Uh, my buddy Hickory, uh, he has uh, all of his Star Wars action figures when he was a kid. He's going to pull them out one of these days. He's got them in the closet so he can compare his Boba Fett with this one that I just got. Uh, his mom 
I don't know if she knew that they would be worth something in the future, but I think maybe maybe it was just the fact that she paid so much for them because he had all of them as a kid mm. uh, that she wouldn't let him take them outside. Those were only to be <laughs> indoors. That was a wise woman. <laughs> yeah, and so now he has all of these, and they're not, you know, some are a little yellowed, but they're all in really good shape. They still have their weapons, and they're soft goods. Wow. Uh, but this kind of reminds me, there was a comic that I posted the other day from, uh, I believe the site was called The Dollhouse. And uh, and it's talking about what's the difference between a doll and an action figure, and ah, so it's a mother. Love that, yeah. Yeah, a mother coming in and getting on her son's case and says, "Eddie, get your dolls off the floor." And he says, "Mom, they're not dolls; they're action <laughs> figures." She's like, "Right, what's the difference?" And he holds it up and says, "Cuddle it." She's like, "Ew, no, I'd be afraid. I put an eye out." He walks away proud, saying, "Action figure." That's <laughs> <laughs> so true. Yeah. Such a that cool was really posted by uh, by popfig.tumblr.com, and that's uh, that's JD Hancock. He's uh, he's jumped onto Tumblr and has started a couple of Tumble logs. Uh, he's got Pop Fig, and I forget the other one. He's got another one for like vintage movie posters. I know. T- Tumblr seems to be having a uh, been a victim of its own success recently with the uh, <laughs> the major twenty four hours uh, outage and the amount of posts on Twitter about people not happy with Tumblr was like. Dude, sometimes these things go down and it's free. You gotta, you know. Yeah. There's a lot of people on there, so. Um. I mean, it's frustrating because I mean, I I don't like to say I have a business built off of their infrastructure, but I mean, I definitely have something going with DBSW on there, and it's it's got to be frustrating for it to be down. I mean, it's frustrating for Tumblr users is one thing, but then like, uh, you know, you and I have plenty of people that subscribe to our RSS feeds that aren't on whatever yep. service yep. we're using. And it's got to be a little weird for them if they try to go to the site and you get these weird outage messages. Um, so to everybody who experienced that on Tumblr within the last couple of weeks, I apologize. Uh, it's not your yeah, fault. There's, there's, yeah, exactly. Like I said, it's not my fault. Uh, there's not really much I can do about it. So just, you know, know. bear with me. I would leave, I, you know, I've debated leaving the service when this type of stuff happens, but you know, they, they've really kind of given me my break. The community on there is really nice. Um, and I don't have to do a lot of administrative stuff. I just have to keep my fingers crossed that their service will keep running. Yeah. Uh, Never mind. Yeah, I mean, I, I, like you, I think I left, um, I, I've always been on Tumblr, first of all, and I, I still love it to this day. But uh, yeah, I just I, I moved on to something, and then I found that I could post to Tumblr, but even that has its issues, so it doesn't appear the way I want it. But yeah, Tumblr's still a great service, and uh yeah, it's free, so um, you can't, you know, these things sometimes go down, and and you just gotta live with it. So yeah. Well, there we go. Okay, so that was. Uh, what else did you? You got a couple of more figures, didn't you? You got your Rocket Bar Fire and Boba Fett, which um, and, and actually, yeah, we're, we're talking about that. I don't even think the blaster stayed in his hand in the original version. So, in some yeah, ways, I can't remember be, that far back. <laughs> well, I've still got mine. He's actually one of my kind of key things in my collection. I love my old vintage Boba Fett because it's the only vintage figure I actually kept. But uh-huh. um, he didn't hold on to his blaster then, so you have an absolutely authentic vintage figure in this new version. He still can't hold on to his blaster, so... <laughs> so. Yeah, but uh, he still looks really cool. And I mean, just, just sitting there on the couch last night, just you know, looking at him and twisting the head, moving the arms, like, ah, the flashbacks coming back were just, you know, they were multiple. It was, it was really, really cool to see that figure again, because I... He was a big part of my childhood. You know, I had him a couple yeah. of times growing up. He and, was uh, such a mysterious character when you didn't hadn't seen in the Empire Strikes Back. Uh-huh. Um, 
it's always so kind of. I always remember getting this. I don't know about you guys. We got it. Um, the Kenner equivalent in the UK was called Palatoy, and uh, it was the usual same 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 company pretty much as Hasbro nowadays. Is that what that is? Because yeah, I, I yeah. see a lot of Palatoy stuff, and I'm like, that's Kenner. What are you talking about? Yeah. Okay. We no, used to say sense. the same thing. We'd see Kenner and say, "What are you talking about? It's Palatoy." You know, it was <laughs> France. It was Meccano, and you know, it was all these different names, but. Uh, you used to oh, gotcha. um, a terrible thing when you think about it. Now all these carded collectors just cry in agony. But you used to um, have to cut out the name in the middle of the card to send away for a figure. So I, I mutilated these cards, and uh, <laughs> when I look back in some of them a, a few years back, I still had them. And I thought, what a mess I made of this thing. And but uh, you send away the names, and you would get Boba Fett in this little tiny white plain box in a baggie, and. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I remember getting this guy and thinking, who is this dude? He has a rocket firing thing. And, you know, and we, you know, films took forever to come out then. Uh, mm-hmm. There was, what, five odd years between uh, 77 and 82, I think, between Empire Strikes Back and The New Hope. I can't remember. But, uh, yeah, so we had this guy for years. And, you know, you used to imagine as a kid what Boba Fett would do. And, and then you, you, you saw him for all of, I don't know, a minute in total in the Empire Strikes <laughs> You're like, what is this guy? You know, it's like he's been yeah, in the three lines. Three lines. Or something. <laughs> so it was very bizarre as a child with some of these releases the way they did them. But uh... so, what else did you get? Your rocket friend Boba Fett and your Shaq T. I got the Shaq T. I ordered a. I had ordered an Anakin and an R two from uh, from our favorite uh, eBay or Tungori, but they hadn't arrived. I guess they got lost in the mail. So he's going to resend me those. Um, but then, as far as the vintage wave goes, I was able to pick up. The latest, the Grievous uh, from the Revenge of the Sith wave, and I picked up two Magna Guards. Uh, they were on sale recently for five bucks each, so got out of there for around fifteen bucks for those three figures. I was pretty stoked with um, the Grievous. is pretty cool. I have I'm, I'm a little bummed with his knees. Like he, he stands really funny, and uh, and I wish he had holes in the bottom of his feet so I can put him on a peg. I know, but. <laughs> I, I think I've got some ideas of how I can do that myself. I think I'm going to find a little metal rod that's the right size and heat it up and just melt little holes in the bottom of his feet. Uh, I tried using a Dremel once to do that and drill a hole in the bottom of somebody's feet, but the Dremel moves too much when it's spinning, and I nearly took somebody's leg off, so I'm not going to try that again. Um, I also took a piece of wire, and I fed the wire through the bottom of uh, Grievous's cape. Uh, it's pretty cool because now you can bend the the bottom of his cape to sort of make little flap in the wind and yeah i don't know if you've uh i have a lando that i got from the past that has that um that was the first time i'd ever seen that feature and i really like that feature so i actually i'm going to go through and do that to a couple other figures you're almost beginning and for those people that don't know you the wit is not the guy from uh, the toy story movie uh, who mutilates his toys out in the backyard? Although you do sound like you're doing that, you're saying I'm welding this and I'm I'm going to melt that, and it's like cut the head off. This. No, no. Uh, well, I did I did rip the arms off of a couple figures this morning and the head off of an Obi Wan Kenobi. I was okay. I got ambitious and I tried to <laughs> I was trying to do the boil and pop method, and I have a couple of old figures that are missing an arm or two because uh, I got I got a hand me down bag of parts from somebody, and so I thought oh this is a perfect chance to kind of play with this method, and no. Uh, I decapitated an Obi-Wan Kenobi <laughs> and a menace and I ripped the arms off of an ATST driver. Uh, well, the wrists, I had to super glue them back on, but I was successful in the, uh, you know, the ADAT commander who came out in the vintage line this summer. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and he's got a helmet. He's got little goggles. Yep. Well, I've seen pictures where the goggles fit over the helmet. Yes, yes. And I cannot get mine to fit over the helmet. Like, they physically will not fit over it. And the helmet is really loose, and they don't – the helmet doesn't – but the helmet isn't loose enough to fit over his head with the goggles on. So what I did is I boiled some water, held the goggles into the water for literally just like three to five seconds uh, using using tweezers – not tweezers, but needle-nose pliers because the water was hot. Uh, Pulled them out dabbed them with a paper towel really quick and they were really, really soft. And I was able to squeeze them over the helmet without them breaking. Cool. And so now they're kind of permanently on the helmet. And then I even took the helmet and heated it up really quick and put it over his head and kind of formed it to his head a little bit. So it fits him much, much better than it ever did before. That was one of the things when I get the figure, I just, I looked at it, I tend to get figures and I'll set them right in front of my monitor. So I see them every couple of days just to really think, do I really like this thing or not? And, uh, he was uh-huh. one that I just thought with the, the goggles and the, the helmet, and I just thought, this looks a bit silly. And yet the, the pictures from Hasbro had the helmet fitting perfectly and the goggles over. Oh, yeah. So how the hell? Oh, I know. So, uh, yeah. I'm sure they could tell a few stories, these guys who take the photographs of uh, Hasbro figures for the back of the pack. The uh, <laughs> hours melting and, you know, getting things to stay just right. So, uh, oh, I bet. Yeah. And I mean, if they've got lights on there at all, because I've had it before trying to take photography or doing stop motion with them. And some of those lights get a little warm and those figures get a little soft. Dude, I know. I know. They bend it. Well, if you've got a Grievous, you know exactly what we're talking about. So, oh, uh, yeah. I think it just used a little bit more stiff plastic on that. I think it would have been a little bit better. I'm and just... a ball hinge in his knee. If his knees could have bent outwards, it would have been nice. I know. I'm just looking behind me, and it's one of always uh, uh, two figures that always fall over in the middle of the night. They look as if the everyone else is standing there, but the Grievous is always uh, falling flat in his face. He just falls over every single day. Mm-hmm. So I'll need to follow your method of uh, welding and cutting and doing something because it's uh, yeah, pain in the butt that one. Um, one of the do you want to talk about the little card you got? The um, you just got in the mail literally. I know it's not figures, but it's a uh, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, the holiday cards that I had mentioned. Yeah, yeah. Just to yeah. So uh, on Twitter and Tumblr, there's an illustrator artist who goes by Doom CMYK. Uh, that's D O O M C M Y K, and I think that's what he. Yeah, it's actually on Twitter. It's Doom underscore C M Y K. But anyway, he does. For Halloween, he did these great uh, drawings of a zombie Ewok and a zombie Akbar, and he finally did a zombie Vader, and uh, they were just really smashing. He even did a couple speed paintings where he had recorded the process on his computer and, you know, watched it. You get to see a time lapse of him do it, which is a lot of fun. Um, but I've uh, I've enjoyed his work, and I've always tried to retweet and, you know, get his stuff out there because he has mm. an Etsy store now. And uh, as a thank you, he sent me uh, a few of his Darth Vader Christmas cards. Um, and uh, I'll post a link to his store in the show notes. But he's got a couple of great uh, holiday items there, some posters and some cards and things at really reasonable prices. So, uh, yeah, I, it, he's a good guy. I, I'd say support his work if you're interested in looking for some Christmas cards uh, for people. Sounds good. Uh, I always like to promote artists, and there's so many good ones out there. It's uh... – <laughs> it's hard not really to hard. it's not hard not to promote them I should say there's uh, tons of them but uh, figure wise for me um, I've managed to pick up a couple of vintage figures which was kind of devastating here someone in Hasbro in Australia has completely screwed up and forgot to place the order so there is no vintage uh, Return of the Jedi figures coming to Australia 
So, uh, yeah, I know. Someone forgot to place the order. That was the quote that was given. So, um, someone's getting their bum kicked, I think, at this precise moment by the boss. Um, I bet. So, uh, they're trying to get some shipment uh, quickly to come in at some point. But uh, these fanboys, there's a great site here called Mousetroid.com. And uh, this forum, it's really basically a forum. And these guys on there were just uh, going bananas, uh, like me, going, for God's sake, what do you mean someone forgot to order? But um, So, as usual, we've had to rely upon um, Fleabay and... Uh, Two figures I managed to pick up. One was uh, Luke Skywalker, another Luke Skywalker from uh, The Return of the Jedi. But I have to say it's one of the best. I just put up a video review of it because it's... Um, people who criticized Luke before never really looked like Luke. Uh, mm-hmm. And he tended to... like the, the recent... I think you probably picked it up as well. The vintage uh, Bespin Luke. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. He tended to have what some people were calling a kind of nappy on him because he had ball-jointed hips. And... Um, uh-huh. This one is probably one of the most slender but accurate looks I've seen. Um, look, it depends whether you like it or not, but it's it's actually a pretty cool figure. We're going to get another one from Hasbro DC, uh, middle of 2011 or later on, which is um, really going to be around the Blu-rays, I guess, and that kind of sequence we saw where Luke's building his lightsaber. There was a lot of drama, and it was on YouTube for a short while. Mm-hmm. Um, there's going to be another look in there so we're going to get another one and you can guarantee there's going to be one that'll have that white flap at some point again probably a little better done than uh, than they did last year but it's... <laughs> that one was kind of weird I liked it what they weird. did but that was it was a little weird it was weird so uh, so that's a really cool one actually. in terms of here's that word again articulation um, you're not going to get any better than this it's Absolutely, every joint that could be, uh, apart from his fingers, is articulated, and um, it's just a really cool figure. One that I would definitely recommend picking up. And yeah, the, I just read about the the wrists; and those look really, really cool. Yeah, they're, they're just again, it's that Clone Wars thing that you and I were talking about. The way it, I don't know what you call that because you've obviously got swivel wrists, but then I guess it's uh, ball joint like kind of. Or? It's, I, I know because the so there's a ball joint which is a lot like the heads, where it's just a ball to form the joint. Um, Oh shoot! Uh, I think it's called a, a ball swivel joint. Um, <laughs> That's everything in one word. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I can't remember now. Like a ball hinge joint. I don't know. I'm. <laughs> he's, it he's, has a ball and it turns and it rotates. <laughs> <laughs> he can do a lot. He's, he's yeah. super articulated in every way. But uh, so he's really cool. Definitely one I would I would recommend picking up. Uh, I got a quick question for you because sure. you you used to have the. The, the one when we were kids, the, the vintage vintage one, yes. right? Um, and so I've, I've heard some talk that people saying that, that they don't like the head on this one, they do like the head on this one, and the people who accept the head but aren't really too fond of it, saying it doesn't really look like Luke, but it looks a lot like the vintage toy from when we were kids. It does. Uh, it... And uh, so I think that's kind of cool. Some people were taking the head, if you remember a comic set of Luke and Mara Jade from a couple years ago. Yep. Where he's got like half pilot gear on. Yeah, that was a very um, good sculpt. Yeah. Yeah, they took the head from that one and put it on the Return of the Jedi Luke. And my opinion is that's that's a really good Return of the Jedi Luke. Um, so if anybody has those two Lukes, try a head swap with it. I'm curious that's to see. A good idea. The um, the one that just blew me away was the Snowspeeder Luke. It's just screams Mark Hamill. It was it came out yeah. last year, but again, yeah, it's got a helmet sculpt uh what do you call it helmet mm-hmm. hat on or something underneath 
But uh, I, I compared it in the video to one that I really liked, which was uh, a Jabba Rancor look. Basically the same damn figure, really. Um, how many black look jumpsuit looks? I think I've got three or four. But uh, mm-hmm. that is a much more likeness, I think, to Mark Hamill. But yeah, it's not the best looking facial, Scott, but it's very like, as you see, the vintage, vintage um, look. That's always a problem when talking about vintage these days. You've got to say vintage. <laughs> not vintage, vintage, vintage. So... Um, Oh man, that that vintage vintage one though from when we were kids. I like I when when it first started advertising on TV, I wanted that thing so bad. I mean, like I was frothing at the mouth. I wanted that thing so bad. And then I remember one night having a dream, and in my dream I had gotten it. And when I woke up in the morning, I couldn't find it, and I tore my room apart before going screaming to my parents where it was. <laughs> They had no idea why I was so hysterical. And finally, after a while, they got it out of me. It's like I couldn't find this action figure. And finally, when I told them which one it was, and they're like, and they didn't know a lot about Star Wars, but they knew that I didn't have that action figure yet, and they had to convince me of that. And wow, yeah, I was I was a hysterical little six year old. I think George Lucas should be paying for your therapy sessions, right? Yeah, just for the, for the damage and the harm this man has caused you over these years. Hasbro, you can fund yeah. this too. So uh, it's kind of sad. I dream about action figures too sometimes, and I just think, what am I doing in my dreams? <laughs> yeah, we have a lot of them. Um, still on the vintage collection. The other one I managed to pick up, and wow, that's all I can say as well. The Gamorrean Guard. Um, this guy is just amazing. I I've, I can't recall a figure looking so literally just jumping off the screen as this guy um i'm sure you'll be picking one up but uh the most authentic looking figure i can recall seeing in a long time just the detail on this guy's armor the um the belt the 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 snout the face everything about it is just phenomenal he does come with us and it's been really criticized this big poofy puffy kind of uh, uh pelt and I felt really weird. I was doing the video review for this, and I'm stroking his pelt, and I thought this is just this is just wrong in some kind of way. But uh, he's molting a lot here as I look in and talk about it. But it's a uh, it's it's the only downside on the figure, and even that's not a downside. It's just a little bit puffy. But uh, have you read? Have you read anywhere? Because there's um, yeah. there's ways to fix it. Like with uh, some people use just spray mist a little bit of water on it and sort of pat it down, or some people even go so far as to like water down a little bit of hairspray uh, and do that to sort of you get it to mat in a couple of areas so it kind of clumps up looks a little bit dirty and not that like yeah. perfect fuzzy well i just i feel like i've almost got to lock myself in the bathroom and hide myself away to do it because if anybody saw me stroking the pelt on my action figure and <laughs> you know it's kind of like what is that but um yes there's been i've heard some people use mousse and hairspray and but do you know what mm-hmm. i honestly don't care the figure is just so kick ass it's awesome it's uh, a great one really really good one and the fact that it's not even going to be released here you can be sure the scalpers are, are out there buying it uh, oh yeah um, yeah for sure and uh, so if you see yeah, any I'm stores, to pick up yeah I'm hoping to pick up at least at least three or four of them I was going to say uh, yeah yeah I mean just because you kind of need to to flesh out a Jabba scene uh, but uh, have you seen the, the customization job somebody did on Rebel Scum forums? Of uh, for these guys, no. They they took um, what did they call him? They call him Bazoom Gisnocked Grimorian War Chieftain, and so they took this action figure that that I think Hasbro put out for Marvel, and it's for a Planet Hulk figure, um, and it's this great big giant muscular Hulk, but he's got 
uh, it's like from medieval times or something. And he's got like big leather sandals um, and he's got a big leather loincloth and this big shoulder pad uh, done up like almost in knight's armor and then like this plated arm thing and these leather straps on the other arm. Yep. And you can do a perfect head swap between him and a Grimorian guard. Wow. And so you put this Grimorian guard head on this Hulk body of this medieval armor with the big battle axe, and it looks like super Grimorian guard on steroids. <laughs> and the paint job isn't even that far off between the two greens. Um, so I've, I've already found a couple of these Hulks on eBay. They're not that expensive. I'm going to pick up a couple of – I'm going to pick up one of them. Oh, go and, for it. Uh, yeah, so I think I think it would be great to set up a scene where, you know, Jabba's got his gladiator Grimorian to mm. fight against some other monster to entertain him sometime. Uh, so that, that's my plan. But I'll, I'll post a link to that on our show notes this time, too, because it's, it's a great idea. And if anybody is interested, they should do it, too. Yeah, I think uh, I think we're both the same. And if anyone has any head swaps or customs or something that doesn't involve involve three hours of work in a, a, a you know kind of scalpel and stuff, um, we'd love to see it. So yeah, share your stuff because uh, yeah, I think you and I like. I think we're a little bit Frankensteinish in our figures. We love to try different things and swap bits around. <laughs> so uh, cool. I haven't carved anything yet. Have you know, I've uh, done it once. I've done it once. I tried to make yeah. a kind of belt fit, but yeah, ruined it. So. Uh, I don't bother. Oh no, I take that back. I did do I did do a little bit of cutting the other day to make a belt fit. Fit. I took the the belt from the Han Solo and Stormtrooper gear where you did a head mm-hmm. swap, and I, I took a little bit further and swapped the belts too. Um, I took that belt and I put it on a generic third wave clone trooper, just a white one. So it's a clone trooper with a stormtrooper belt, and then I took a shoulder sort of armor piece, not a pauldron, but an armor piece from another st- trooper I had. I put his little antenna on his shoulder and then I gave him a big stick and he's part of this little arc trooper uh, group that I'm setting up right now. Nice. I, I call him Sticks. I don't know. It's it's kind of a fun setup because I took I took Clone Wars Rex. That's the only Clone Wars one I have in there. And then I have three or four other sort of elite clones and then I have Cody in it. And I have the concept Anakin Skywalker as part of that set. And mm. then I have the uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi and clone armor in that set. And so it's it's sort of my arc squad. Uh, uh, I'll, sh- I'll post some pictures of it soon. He's, it, it turned out kind of f- a fun little set. Cool. No, I love that stuff. It's I mean, Hasbro give us all these toys and the amount of figures you and I must have. So it's really natural we're going to play around and... You know, see what works in one figure and the other, and uh, yeah, as you, as you see, we often end up with spare parts and bits and pieces anyway. So mix and match, mix yeah. and match, yeah. Uh, the other figure I had uh, got this week was finally managed to get hold of, and it's Clone Wars, and not the greatest figure, but certainly one that's interesting. Um, is Sergeant Brick from the Clone Wars? Mm-hmm. Now, again, it's it, the thing that gets me. It's a free figure. If you're buying figures out there, um, certainly from stores, then. Uh, you're getting this free redemption. I think it's free for you guys anyway, just to post off. Um, you know, take a couple of redemption uh, figures and barcodes, I think it is, and uh, you send mm-hmm. this thing off and you get this free figure. So it came in this huge package the other day. Um, a friend of mine shipped it to me, but because uh, uh, it's not available here for some reason. I think it's going to be available in stores at some point, but uh, it comes mm-hmm. with a massive big galactic battle mat, which is this big floor thing you put down and it kind of fits the uh, these stands that we've been getting with the figures and the cards and you throw the dice and blah, blah, blah. I've not even played it yet, but uh, the figure is particularly cool. He looks a lot like um, Brainiac from the 
uh, Cantina, if you know the figure. Pons Limbic, uh-huh. I think he's called. But it's yeah. pretty cool. Some nice armor pieces and tattoos in the shoulder. Comes with a little hand solo blaster, which is the first time we've seen it in the uh, the Clone Wars kind of design and size and style, which is kind of cool. And nice. um, yeah, it's a pretty cool figure for free. It's not bad. And it's certainly one that I know you're going to get some, but uh, you may even want to use the blaster, some parts, because once you take the guy's head off, he's. Um, it's a pretty cool bounty hunter-like uh, figure with a holster. So, yeah, you could really do some cool things with head swaps and bits and pieces on it if you're not into the huge bulging brain sack this guy's got. So, Because uh, it is a <laughs> bit just, weird looking. <laughs> well, just looking at the photograph of him, it's like, huh. Yeah, he's got similar armor to what, uh, oh, what the heck is the bounty hunter? Dengar. Has yeah, exactly, the, exactly. It's like, I wonder, you know, I wonder if this is Dengar before he didn't do some plastic surgery <laughs> to like, get some work done on his forehead. And that's why he has the bandages and Empire Strikes Back. That, that's uh, it. It's really just Dengar. He's just wrapped up and covered his face. That's all it is. So uh, Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a cool figure. And there's some nice little pieces. He's got an armor piece on his uh, leg. And it's, you know, for a free figure, it's pretty good. And I've not seen a lot of people talk about it or review it. Or actually, a lot of people I know haven't been sending away for Boba Fett and Brick and all these other free figures. So, um, yeah, I mentioned to somebody the other day that, that I just got mine, and they're like, oh, yeah, I got to send mine in. I got, like, enough for two or three of them. And I was like, well, you better do it soon. I mean, yeah, I think it goes till April, but you don't want to wait. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So so that was the other one. Tons of other figures and bits and pieces around, but those two or those three were really the the most recent ones we shall uh, cover. And uh, you haven't – you said you haven't played the game that comes with that yet? No, I haven't. It's a, it's um, basically the, the instructions – I looked for some of the instructions uh, on the – with the, the thing that it came with, but everything's actually on the back of the cards we get, the small um, trading oh. cards you get. So that's it. That's the entire yeah. instruction. So Maybe I should actually read those then. Yeah. So <laughs> I have a couple of them, but I haven't exactly. played it yet. But the point is every figure has a force ability and a skills and intelligence. and So that's you roll the dice and then you move this thing around. But it's um, the, the one thing that's kind of neat and reminded me of those old – uh, vintage, vintage um, carry cases that you used to get. One was three PO, one was Darth. Oh right. Yeah. Do you know the thing I mean? And you, you would it would the yeah. shape of Darth, shape of three PO, and you would put all your figures uh, inside it. And the mat folds up in half, but on uh-huh. the reverse side of the mat is uh, little plastic pockets, and you can fit figures inside it, plus the card, plus the stand, and there's quite a bit of room. So for younger oh, cool. kids. Um, I think it's something they've they've not really shown in the adverts for Brick that I think they should is because I think it was a, they were big sellers for for me when I was a kid is those carry cases because they always came with one exclusive figure or something. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But the fact that kids can carry all the figures and it's quite a safe plastic flap that goes over the thing so you keep all the guns and all the stuff inside it. So yeah, it's pretty cool and again it's free so it's worth sending away for. So. <laughs> Well, that's it. There's loads of other figures I've got, but we won't uh, go on and on. There's, I could board everybody here for the next year, I think. But um, other than that, figure-wise, there's plenty more to come. I've got a few on order. Have you ordered any that's yet to arrive? Um, no, just like I said, those ones from Tungori with yep. the Anakin and the uh, R2-D2. Um, I hope those get here soon. I've got a couple more dioramas I'd like to throw them into. Yep. Uh, I've been pulling everything out. Um, He's done which... some... Oh, sorry, when you go. Uh, I was going to say I've. Uh, I thought you were going to lead in saying I was. I've been doing some remodeling, which which I have been doing some remodeling. There is a 
yeah, I've been pulling everything out of the garage and putting it in the living room for the moment. Uh, it's been kind of fun. <laughs> uh, the, the cats are definitely curious as to what the hell's going on. Uh, <laughs> what are these little people and what are they doing? Yeah. That's going to be b- b- confusing for a cat, I would imagine. But uh, there's a couple of other figures which I've placed on order, which is yet to arrive. And that is, again, I mean, I just seem to buy everything these days from Tonghori because he gets everything so quick and it's so cheap. Um, mm-hmm. But that is... It's a repaint of Commander Cody, which is called Commander Locke. And the other one is, is a brand new Obi-Wan Kenobi from the Clone Wars. Um, oh, cool. So it's not a not a major departure from uh, the other one, but it's just a slightly different facial sculpt. And yet again, I think less articulation, which is annoying. But, uh... Does he have, is this the one where he has the... Uh... No clone armor on. He's almost revenge Correct. of the Sith gear. Correct. Okay. I'm just looking at the post I did just now, and it is yeah, six dollars. It's pretty good. Um, yeah, he's a little stiff looking. Um, he has clone armor at the front of his uh, wrists. Um, he's got oh, kind of wrist okay. armor, but apart from that, nothing else. He's um, articulation full on. Take a drink, everybody. Um, everywhere, <laughs> and he just doesn't seem to have it on his ankles. So, uh, boo on them. Boo on them. Damn it. (laughs) So, uh, so that, that's the other ones I've got coming, but, um, yeah. And I'm looking forward to Christmas, of course, because there's a couple of Star Wars things I'm sure we'll be getting and loads of other listeners will be getting too. So I hope so. I told, you know, on my Christmas list and people asked, I said, well, it's hard to ask for individual, uh, figures, I said, because I buy them so regularly, or at least I try to. Um, but I said, clone troopers and stormtroopers are always good, and gift certificates for Toys R Us and Target are always good for me. So I've already got a five dollar gift card. I'm curious to see how many are, how many else I might get. I know. Just uh, talking about, uh, well, kind of talking about vintage, vintage. A moment ago, there was there was one mm-hmm. post this week, um, which was really worth looking at, if uh, just for the how far we've came in figures, how far we've came in articulation. Uh, Skip the Frogman, a guy I think you and I both follow on Flickr, um, uh-huh. put up, he'd managed to scan a Steve Sansweet book, which I've never had. Which, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see I that? I saw that. It, yeah, it, yeah. I you, think, I, I'm glad you brought it up. That's a great thing to bring up. Go ahead. Sorry. It, no, no. It's, <laughs> we're both getting excited about it. But it was um, a scan of the Steve Sansweet book showcasing all the figures, the vintage vintage and the Power of the Force 2 and all the He-Man stuff. And Jesus, when you look at some of the Han Solos with this chest thing he's got going, it's like... Oh, that was ridiculous. It is ridiculous. And Chewie, oh, yeah. oh my God. Chewie, and even even the Luke from Tatooine, because he's got the shirt open, and like, you know, it, it's like my nephew saw it, goes, Luke has boobies. And it's like, <laughs> yes, Luke has boobies. <laughs> it's honestly a love looking back at this stuff. It's just, C-3PO even, it's just, what a scream when you look at this thing. It's just, uh, and no offense to anybody out there who loves Power of the Force 2, and um God help you, really, because uh, I, I don't know how you can collect it anymore. It's just when I look at it, I just think, it just looks and so if, silly. If anybody out there does like Power of the Force 2 and wants an army of stormtroopers, I'll let them go real cheap. <laughs> just get in touch with me. Just... I inherited a, I inherited a bunch of them. I've got a, pretty much a good-sized squadron of Power of the Force tru- 2 uh, stormtroopers. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's one, we'll figure out something to do with them. You know, there's one figure in that wave uh, which uh, I still actually have and I love to this day is it was Luke Skywalker from Shadows of the Imp- Shadows of the Empire in an uh-huh. imperial disguise. He's kind of like a red trooper, and once you oh yeah, yeah yeah 
brilliant figure. I, was it? I never got it. I saw it on the shelves, but I, there were too many others that I was after at the time that I never picked him up. I know. This... Um, but he would make a great, I mean, he'd make a great background figure in, you know, Jabba's court or anything almost. Exactly. But uh, it's a great post. goes all the way back to the, um, I think it's, in fact, no, it's not vintage, vintage. It's, uh, no, it is. It is. Yeah, he's got pretty much everything over here. Yeah, he has. So um, even just for uh, memory, looking at the Gamma Rian Guard, which is not bad, the old Gamma Rian Guard. No, uh, for the time it isn't. For no. the time it isn't. There's, they're, they're not bad figures, even Dengar and a few others. But uh, some have just not uh, stood the test of time, but uh, some have <clears> really not changed much. The Rancor Keeper looks pretty much the same. Yeah. Um, Max Rebo's looking pretty much like a blue elephant as he is. And... Uh, yeah, it's a really good nostalgic post to look back and just see some of these things and remember that droids, for example, um, you know, I, I buy a droid these days and I think, well, oh, it's only got one opening compartment and oh, it's only got this. <laughs> you know, you look back and this thing, you were lucky if the head clicked and you were also remember the fact that it came with a sticker. You yeah. know, the entire body was a sticker. So, um, yeah, things have improved. <laughs> The photographs like that that always get me and Skip the Frogman has posted a couple of these in the past are the uh, the photographs when they would have them all on like a yellow background and it would be on, on the card yeah, back. Yeah. They'd show all of them. Collect all 92. Uh, yeah, I see those and it's like I'll stop whatever it is I'm doing at the moment and just spend the next few minutes just total silence staring at each one of them individually and just having flashbacks to being a kid being like, and I want this one and I want this one and I want this one. And I want this one. <laughs> Did you ever get in your in the US? Did you get the backs of those cards with some of them sprayed out? Did you ever get that? I think I remember if it was like early on in a wave, and they might not. I mean, I'm looking yeah. at it objectively of what because I do remember where some of them weren't. You couldn't see them, and I'm almost thinking it's sort of like they do now, where there's like there's more in the wave coming. You know, here's a teaser. You know, there's maybe exactly. three yeah. more. You don't know who it is. Um, I can't remember specifically, but I feel like I did see that as a kid. They used to do that certainly in, in the UK, and that was uh, they'd kind of put this black felt pen blob around some of the figures, and uh, I always used to sit there and try and scrape it away to see what the figure was underneath. But it, obviously, <laughs> it wasn't done like that. It wasn't painted over. But uh, yeah, they used to try and hide some from the wave as a surprise. But uh, uh-huh. yes, that was fun. That was fun in those days. But um, yes, very worth checking out to see those old Hasbro, Kenner, Palatoy, whatever you want to call them, um, just for the uh, the the look in the hand, the chest. Yeah, look has boobies. He really does have boobies in this uh, <laughs> this picture. But yeah, good nostalgic fun. Uh huh. Anything else you want to cover from your post this week? Anything that's um? How was your Yoda stuff doing? Is it still gratuitous? Uh, it's going pretty good. Uh, I was a little busy. Uh, the middle of this week, so I only ended up getting up a couple of them. Uh, I do like, uh, I don't know how familiar the readers are with the new Facebook profiles, but I guess it's the last five or six pictures you're tagged in will be streaked across the top That's of right. your yeah, yeah. profile. So some people have been hacking it to show or spell certain things along the top of their profile. Somebody this week sent me a link to their Facebook profile where they had done up uh, five panels of Yoda to create one Yoda banner across the top of their Facebook. Yeah. I thought that was pretty creative. So uh, Definitely. Yeah. Um, the only other thing I was just going to say was uh, thank you to uh, everyone who's uh, been listening to this um, podcast. We much appreciate for all your, your uh, help, everybody, on, on Facebook and posts and questions and comments and stuff. Um, we finally managed to get iTunes sorted, so if you're looking to subscribe to this, you can now go on to iTunes and get the proper 
uh, uh, MP3s and feeds, and the page actually works this time. Thank you, Apple, finally. And, <laughs> um, funny bunch, those guys. They just try and contact them about podcasts. I don't know why they take forever, but uh, they finally fixed it anyway, so I'm grateful. And um, we have a show. That's great news. I know. So uh, if you're into iTunes and that's where you get your podcasts, you can subscribe that way. And um, please do leave us a comment and let us know and rate it. Or, you know, we, we don't know how we're doing until you guys tell us. So thank you for that. And uh, we also have a short URL now for the podcast page. Managed to grab that. So it's uh, facebook.com forward slash BCA podcast. Nice. So, um, so, yeah. And uh, thank you to Nathan P. Butler as well for adding us on to the Star Wars Fanworks uh, com. We'll have to have a look at that and see what's going on there. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the the thanks said for me. Anyone you want to shout out to, or uh, I just want to do a quick shout out to uh, my buddy Jonas who brought over the big bag of broken Star Wars <laughs> toys. I guess I should be thanking his kids uh, for breaking all of the Star Wars toys uh, because he showed up the other night and gave me this great big bag. Uh, I was able to piece together a few of them. I now have a Watto I can play with. I have an Ahsoka, nice. uh, but other than that, I have a whole bunch of parts and pieces that I can stick together and hopefully get into maybe customizing some things. Anyway, it'll be fun. Um, uh, I want to thank him. Uh, I guess he's interested in possibly helping out, which kind of leads me into next tip here, which is um, if anybody out there has questions for us, uh, please send them to us. Um, You can do so with... Oh, there's a variety of ways. We're going to have more in the future, but for now, the Facebook page is probably the best way uh, to ask us questions. I think, can they send us messages that they way can. or just yep, post yep. on the they wall? They can, or, or just, you know, get in touch with you and I on our sites and just, you know, you've got a contact button, so have I, or Twitter mm-hmm. or whatever. You know, there, there's no shortage of options, I think, really. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I know I've been looking into, or that I need to look into getting a Google Voice uh, account. Uh, I'd like to make it so that people can call in and leave a voicemail. And mm, that'd can, be cool. Yeah, and, you know, that way we can play that, and then you and I can talk about what that just said. And, you know, I think it would give people, a, you know, I, I want to get more people to interact here. Otherwise, it is going to turn into a boring conversation. <laughs> uh, definitely. No, there's, there's some other people we want to definitely get on in the new year, and there's a few guests and I think we've talked about a few of them, but we haven't just had time to do it. So we'll definitely, in the new year, there's going to be much more guests and, yes, hopefully less boring conversation. Yeah. But, uh, look, this is going to be our Christmas special, effectively. We won't be back probably until the new year. So um, thank you, everybody out there in in, uh, Star Wars land. And I hope everybody has a nice Christmas and happy new year. Mm-hmm. And yeah, thank you again to um, everyone who's commented and on all these kind of guys. Uh, you really kind of keep us going with all your questions and comments. So thanks again, Nancy and Jamie and a few others that are on the Facebook page um, and everywhere else. So uh, yeah, hope everybody gets Star Wars for Christmas and that'll be good fun. <laughs> so uh, drop us a line and tell us what you did get or what you didn't get. That would be good. Um, but yeah, thank you. Yeah, that's good. a great one. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thanks, everybody. Uh, happy holidays. Be safe. Uh, bring in the new year in style. And uh, may the force be with you all. Absolutely. And watch out for those wampas. <laughs> See you in 2011, everybody. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>